is Andy Wakefield, and this is the Andy Wakefield Podcast. This is a place where stories are told that have never been heard before. Welcome to the Andy Wakefield Podcast. Oh my goodness, it's been a minute, and Andy Wakefield has been sailing the seas out in the world. Andy, welcome back to land. Well, it's thank you. I um, yeah, it's been a, an extraordinary time, and I'm sorry to our listeners for having been absent. But uh, as soon as we get a few miles offshore, we lose all signal. So we've we've not been able to keep in touch. But um, we've had an extraordinary journey from Miami to Galveston Bay to Seabrook Marina, uh, which was a journey of about fifteen hundred miles, uh, taking in the uh, south east coast of Florida, the west coast of Florida, the Gulf Coast, right the way around across um, the Panhandle, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, and finally to Texas, where we are and where we will be shooting the next movie. So that was one of the reasons for coming here. And the other was, was to have a bucket list, right, of being able to sail, you having been on the seas during the tall ships when you were a youngster. I know this was something that you had wanted to do for a while. And as a Florida native, I have to say, I've never seen my home state from the perspective that you just had, which is pretty cool. So we want to hear about that. But I also just want to remind our listeners really quickly, Andy, before you tell us about your journey further, that if you have been sticking with us as a member, we are so very grateful. And we do have some good news for you. And that is that because you've hung in there with us in the past couple of weeks, Andy's been on the high seas doing his journey. And our team have been ramping up for, oh my goodness, so many things. I don't even know where to start. There's so much good stuff happening. We're going to bring it all to you guys. We'll roll it out to you in our free e-newsletter, which if you are a member, you're already subscribe to the newsletter automatically. But we also want to let you know that if you are a member and you have been a member with us since the beginning for $5 a month, you guys are all going to get grandfathered in at $5 a month for our new membership platform that we're about to launch in Tampa that will be $20 a month for everybody else that's coming in. So because you guys have hung in there with us, you will forever stay at that $5 a month level. So don't leave because if you come back, it's going to be $20 to come back. But Andy, oh my goodness, before we go into what's to come, tell us more about this journey because I am so intrigued and I'm especially intrigued to hear more about that piece of your journey from New Orleans to Galveston, which I know involved going around some of the oil rigs. So tell us about it. Well, it was one of the reasons for doing it was to when I lived in Austin, when I'm back in I'm back, back in Austin, no, living in Austin, I traveled the city on foot or, or, or by car and never really appreciated the perspective from the, the, the lakes. And, and Austin has effectively three lakes created by damming of the lesser Colorado River. And Lake Austin in particular is, is as a consequence, a sort of ribbon lake, which is very, very beautiful. And when you I had the opportunity to go on a, someone's boat and travel and see Austin from that perspective, it was a different city. It was a completely different city. Uh, I was so I moved somewhere else, and I realised that there is another way of looking at things that gives you a completely different perspective. And uh, having 
been in this, let's say, you know, but want a better word, movement since 1990 for a very long time. I um, needed a different perspective. I needed to take a look at this whole issue, particularly in light of COVID, from a different mm -hmm. view. And so this journey enabled me to reflect upon that, to see America from a different perspective, and to really gather everything together emotionally, intellectually, and, and to, in order to go on the next phase of this adventure, which is to shoot the new movie which we will be doing here in Austin. And so it was a fascinating experience. That's a lot, Andy, right there. I mean, I would love to hear what came to you by looking at this whole covid catastrophe. Let's just call it that, because it certainly is becoming that, right? Fauci lied, people died. When my grocery store checkout gal is saying that, I know we're hitting a new level here. What did your time on the water, which I know had to be reflective, I know you had some very special people with you for this whole journey and for part of the journey. What were some of the takeaways for you? Well, I was only able to access news occasionally, which was a good thing. Mm. But as you point out, the thing that came through as we traveled, and I, I one of the, my crew was Jolly jo Jocelyn Stamat, who is Terry Rossio's wife and a physician herself. And incredibly well informed about this issue so she would listen to the news that i'd kind of i'd switched myself off from listening to the news a bit and she was therefore a great source of information as we were traveling and we gained access to uh, to, to signal and she downloaded everything and listened to everything and followed the fauci story but and she Watson. she was your first ad on the act as well <clears throat> so nice. she's also a filmmaker what an incredible perspective so you guys would get these these bits and then you would kind of filter them out and discuss and that's um, right and, and, and talk movies and how we would tell the story but <laughs> the overwhelming theme was the unraveling of the fauci gate sort of amalgam if you like you know the the grand plan was becoming public and you can only lie about something this big for so long and then it really starts to unravel and i saw one episode one interview or sort of one congressional committee with jim jordan cross-examining tony fauci and fauci denying that he'd ever been involved with wuhan or gain of function and then in the middle of it challenged again i think that was that's actually Rand paul on this occasion and he said having denied that they did gain of function studies said let me tell you senator why we had to do that and it was suddenly his story <laughs> was completely different and wow there is a man it, 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 this is so important because everybody has listened to this man for 18 months two years and many have been guided by him in their decisions about what to do over treatments or lack of treatments covid vaccines or no vaccines um vaccines in general public health, the appalling behavior of people like you and me questioning vaccine safety or suggesting that hydroxychloroquine might be an alternative treatment. And it, the whole thing now unravels. And it turns out that he's been lying all along, that he has been involved with Wuhan from the very outset, that he was involved in gain-of-function studies, that those were apparently enacted before or the decision to take them by Francis Collins, head of the NIH, was made before, just before Trump came into power, but Trump was never told that those gain-of-function studies had now been once again permitted 
having been uh, stopped because of their inherent danger to not only permitted, Andy, but funded by the American taxpayer without their knowledge. Now everything's coming unstuck for them. And there is a containment exercise. There's a sort of so I, what I was able to do is watch this without, you know, having, and I, I hate saying, you know, told you so, but having, I, what you watch the news and the news says, breaking news, Tony Fauci knew or whatever it is, it wasn't breaking news. This is something that you and I were discussing right at the beginning of COVID, something that Jim Moody and everybody else in Dell was discussing that they knew that these, yep. this virus came from a lab. It was man-made. It was involved a a money train between the NIH, Peter Daszak and Fauci and, and Wuhan. And we, we were discussing this very, it wasn't breaking news to us at no, all. No, not at all. But they presented in a way as, you know, historically, we were conspiracy theorists forever entertaining such a notion that this, you know, came about in the way that it did. How dare we? And, yes. And how dare we? But then suddenly it's breaking news. They're putting it out there for the first time. And no mention of the fact, of course, that this was actually something that had been discussed by the people they'd been condemning as conspiracy theorists for so long, mm -hmm. uh, right, right from the very beginning. Uh, but this is the way the news goes. And but nonetheless, what will likely happen in my experience now is that the rats will leave the sinking ship. Mm -hmm. There will be a increasingly a distancing of people, news outlets, politicians, public servants and others from Fauci as he becomes more and more obviously contaminated by this. And probably Gates as well. Would you not say Melinda seems to be the first rat who's scurrying away? Yes. And, and I understand, you know, again, from the news that I've caught up with ever since is that she was planning this divorce for some time but kept it quiet and it's come about because apparently there you know of his lack of being candid about his relationship with Jeffrey Epstein You've been listening to the Andy Wakefield podcast to continue the conversation go to 1986theact.com slash membership, where for $5 a month, you can subscribe and access the Andy Wakefield podcast in its entirety and much more.